call Wyoming Asphalt Repair. They can fill the cracks, seal, or repaint the lines for you, all in a timely fashion and at an extremely reasonable rate. Wyoming Asphalt Repair. Google them. They'll do you right. The Sheridan Farmer's Market is back for another great season on Grinnell Plaza with local produce, meat, eggs, coffee, baked goods, and outstanding locally handcrafted items. Every Thursday, 5 to 7 p.m., you can find the best our hardworking local producers have to offer. Special thanks to our season sponsor, First Federal Bank and Trust. See you Thursday on Grinnell Plaza at the Sheridan Farmer's Market. And remember, please leave your pets at home. As a business owner, you're always looking for ways to increase your market share. Do you have a marketing plan in place or want to revamp your current plan? Let us help. Hi, this is Bob Grammons, General Manager of Sheridan Media. What if I told you that you could market your business on nine different radio stations? Partner with our print publication, The Country Bounty, which is directly mailed to nearly 18,000 households in Sheridan and Johnson County. Or market your business worldwide through a variety of our digital products, as well as our websites, sharedmedia.com and sharedwyoming.com. Let our creative and well-seasoned marketing professionals put together a well-thought-out and professional, comprehensive marketing plan to connect with your customers on multiple media platforms. No high pressure. Let's tell your story. Call Sheridan Media today. 672-7421 or email sales at sharedamedia.com and let us go to work for you. Remember that kid in the country song whose dad was a coal miner? Had to haul water and bathe in the creek and sell a hog just to buy shoelaces? Well, if that family had just called 307 Wildcat Well Service, they'd have running water in the hauler. A local company that specializes in locating water, drilling and pumps, residential or ranch, new wells or repair service. So for water wells and all that goes with them, look for 307 Wildcat Well Service on Facebook. And you too will have cool, clean water. Water. After wrapping up the regular season, winning 7 of 8 over Rodeo Weekend and finishing with an overall record of 40 and 12, the Sheridan Troopers look to make some noise in the state tournament that they are hosting Monday through Friday. So head out to Thorn Rider Stadium and cheer them on. Monday's game against Casper starts at 7. If you can't make it out to the field, you can watch live video web stream on SheridanMedia.com or listen to the games on air on 1410-106.9 FM KWYO. Trooper Baseball is being presented in part by True Built Builders, Redinger Technologies, Auto Connections, and Sunlight Federal Credit Union. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I am Floyd Whiting and I'm here with my friends Steve Sisson and Trevor Jackson. We're your open line guys. Give us a ring, 674-4443 or 672-5763. We're going to head right over to the poll question. We're, we're glad to be back after a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. The break was nice. The parade was beautiful. It was, yeah. Uh, I loved that. Um, I had a great time out there, and I want to thank everybody who took the time to talk to me. 
Yes. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. always it's always good having those folks who 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 want to talk. Yeah, you, know? you got to put them on the spot right there. And, yeah. Uh, sometimes they want to talk. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes so. they wave you off, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I understand. Oh, yeah. uh, when I was out there doing my thing with the military, I wasn't always real kosher. With, talking with yeah i mean sometimes so. you're just there you want to watch the parade don't want to be bothered yeah, by people. yeah come so. on man <laughs> i totally understand that <laughs> but i do appreciate folks who come up and uh d- just kind of give us their perception of everything sure everyone yeah. was having such a great time out there yeah uh and all the runners fantastic job guys uh that's something that uh, i guess i could do it i just <laughs> make the decision not to. sure easy to say that oh it, i suppose i could do I it. if i really I wanted could. to yeah I, if i really if i i'd have to train all year just <laughs> right. to run in that one yeah uh and it, it's been a while since i actually ran so, but uh, what did we have on the poll question? Uh, the Brent? question was, what is your favorite part of the Sheridan Wild Rodeo? I don't know if we want to go through all of these. Uh, we had quite a few options. Uh, I'm sure there are others that we hadn't thought of that uh, maybe some people enjoy about that week. But uh, uh, there was a pretty clear winner in There in really the was, yeah. Um, uh, thir- 37% of all the votes, which was more than anything else, uh, the Indian relay races are their favorite part. Yeah. Um, so the top three, the Indian relay races the parade, and then the rodeo itself. When I had members of the YO Rodeo Board in here for an interview the week before everything kicked off, they said that they could fill the stadiums just on the relay race. I'm sure that's true. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and this was my wife's first rodeo, quite literally. <laughs> and uh, we, made, we were there down there on Saturday night. And uh, it was a fantastic time. I got to see the relay races for the first time, and she got to see her first rodeo. And we had a great time. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, right after that relay race, people were up and walking out. And I'm like, what? Are you, what? <laughs> they came just for that. They huh? came, a lot of people show up just for that relay race. Yeah. And it is. It is exciting. Oh, man, yeah. That is the uh, that is action-packed, intense stuff. The exchanges are anything can happen. Oh, yeah. It just, I mean, you, yeah, it's, it's intense all the way to the very end. You could have somebody, uh, I mean, three, four horses ahead. But if they don't get that changeover right yeah. on the money. That's the key. Man, yeah. man. And it just, I think that's one of the most exciting parts is it can it can change. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter if you're in the lead. It's all about that last run. And those exchanges are dangerous. I mean, I know. Yeah. You, you've got horses coming in full speed from the other side. You're trying to jump off of one jump on another. They're all fired up. They're excited. And it it can get hairy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and that's what makes it fun. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, they had... Uh, I don't know if they have them here. Wild horse races, uh, where they take a bunch of wild horses and then each, and then you had a team. So you had like someone who held the horse, someone who saddled the horse, mm. someone who rode the horse, and these teams would just go out there and and these guys practice all year long. You know, like most people do for these types of events. And I always, <laughs> I always admired the guy who had to go out there. And just hold that beast while someone else is running up. Trying to throw a saddle on this thing. Sometimes for the first time, you know, a saddle going on this horse. And it's it's a heck of a ride, man. That's that's fun competition to watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, one of those situations where it's like, yeah, it's fun because it is dangerous. Right. It is, is a that, little. That, it's dangerous. That's part of the excitement. Absolutely. I mean, I, yeah. You can't sit there, ride a bull, and say that. Oh well, there's no <laughs> risk in that. Right. There's a reason they saved the bull riding for the end. There's a reason. That is the finale. I mean, and I'd say the bulls won this year pretty clearly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good stock out there. Oh man. Yeah. And you know, I will say that is something that can determine a good rodeo 
or a boring one. That is very important, yes. You know, those animals know what they're doing. Oh, there was some great stock this year. Uh, Saddle bronc riding was fantastic. Oh, oh my goodness, was it? Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the highest score I've ever seen Saturday night. Yes. It was like a 92 or something. That was impressive. I was uh, speaking with some guys afterwards that they were record-breaking for the area. Yeah. I mean, that was absolutely amazing. (laughs) Best ride I've ever seen. Best ride I've ever seen. uh, And, you know... I, I covered Cheyenne Frontier Days for quite a while, mm-hmm. so it's, I've seen a lot of good rides, but my goodness, that yeah. was amazing. <laughs> right. And we've got a caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Yes, it's me. It's you. Okay. Well, <clears throat> because it is, after all, an election season, I, I would like to make a couple comments this morning, uh, and I'll go, I'll go ahead if I may. You know, Dr. Thomas Bennett, who is running for coroner, has made a virtue of the fact that he is a forensic pathologist. That is his leg up on his candidate. That is uh, to burnish his credentials. And this is true. He is a forensic pathologist. You don't have to have a one to be coroner. Most coroners aren't, actually. But here's what I want to remark on, and I think the voter needs to be informed. Dr. Thomas Bennett has a somewhat problematic and that is the word used by the press, uh, in the past as a forensic uh, pathologist in Iowa. He was uh, basically charged with misuse of state facilities to do privately contracted work, and his decisions were reversed on his findings on some infant deaths in Iowa. Uh, He resigned as Iowa State Medical examiner in 1997 after having worked in Iowa for eight years. Then he came to be a licensed forensic pathologist in Montana and Wyoming. In Montana, and there's extensive press on this, a forensic pathologist with problematic record will no longer contract autopsies, according to Montana's Attorney General's office in 2015. Okay, there's been an extensive work, a story done by a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist out of the Los Angeles Times, a man by the name of Barry Sagal, who in 1999 was addressing what happened in Iowa. Judging parents on four specks of blood is what the article's called. Why I remark on this is very early there was a small little courtesy thing in the Sheridan Press October 7th of 2017, forensic pathologist finds perfect fit in Sheridan. Two years ago, forensic pathologist Thomas Bennett moved to Sheridan to provide autopsy services for coroners throughout the state, which he does. Despite a mixed past with the state of Montana, Kane Funeral Home staff have fully embraced Bennett's years of experience. Well, in referencing this, I was curious as to where Dr. Bennett's business address was. Dr. Bennett's home and business address are the same as P.J. Kane's home address, leading me to believe that he lives, perhaps in rental property, but at P.J. Kane's home address. And the problem for me is this. If Sheridan County moves forward to build a regional coroner's Center, which has also been featured in Dr. Bennett's campaign ad, a regional facility, the county 
would be on the hook to represent Dr. Bennett should, should there be an issue of litigation, we would provide his defense as an elected coroner because he would be wearing basically two hats. Coroners decide whether or not a forensics autopsy is needed, but if he also did the forensics autopsy, um, it doesn't sound to me like it's a good combination, but what I really would like to urge voters to do, voters, all you have to do, Thomas L. Bennett, forensic pathologist, and there was an issue in um, Oklahoma regarding Dr. Bennett. Um, and so without going into great detail, just do a little bit of homework, look it up, then make your decision. I don't know that it's such a good thing that an elected coroner would be your forensics pathologist. I, I think it might be a, a, a mistake. And that's all I wanted to comment on this morning. And, and just to, we're getting mighty close to voting. And I'm, I'm hoping people will look this up. And I, I thank you, gentlemen, for giving me this opportunity. Thank you so very much. All right. Thanks for the call. Okay. So, uh, Trevor, what, was, uh, what would you say was your favorite part of Rodeo Week this year? Um, hmm. Friday was a good time. It really was, wasn't it? Yeah, we had a good broadcast this year. It was a lot of fun seeing all the people. Yeah. I think, you know, this year for me, being out there on the street was, you know, obviously much, much different than last year. I know a lot more people. Mm. I shook a lot of hands out there. A lot of people stopped to say hi. And it was it was like seeing friends, you know. It, it was really fun this year. Last year, it just felt like a little more work. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, were, know? you were more on your stride this I was, year. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was more on the stride. You kind of had the routine year. down. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and and you guys up there, uh, you know, running running the IT side of this thing, everything went so well. Yeah. And and yeah, I, we just, were... I just want to say as... As a member of the staff out there on the ground, thank you for all the work. Because I, I witnessed this, you know, what was it, a week you guys sat in here making sure that everything was going to go well? Yeah, it's about a two-week setup, and yeah. then uh, it all happens that day, and then you tear it all down. So. Yeah, you guys did a fantastic job, and I greatly well, appreciate that. And I loved how we did the video feed this year. Yeah, that was a nice addition, being able to get uh, more camera views and things like that. And we, we've already got some plans to uh, make it a little more robust next year. Yeah. We had some issues with some of the cell phone service. We had it, we, we were kind of anticipating it as a lot of people got into the downtown area. Those towers would get pretty busy. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it, it started to happen during the bed races. We started to see some degradation in the uh, quality of the video. But we were able to switch to a local Wi-Fi and get it to go good for the parade again. So we'll have some... Uh, improvements for that process for next year. But other than that, I think things were went exactly as we hoped they would. Now, like during the bed races, we're we're looking at a whole town of, of, of folks yeah. who got their phones out, and they're, they're wanting to live stream this, they're wanting to show it. You know, Maybe yeah. they got a friend in the race. And even just having your phone there, it connects to a tower. And so it has a connection established to the tower. Even if you're not doing anything on the phone, it has cell service. And it's going to slow everything yeah, down. Yeah, and so that, th yeah. those towers just have so many people connected to them that sometimes you start losing quality of your... So if you were watching the the feed, you were seeing stuff got a bit blocky and jerky around the bed races. And then when you, when we got the parade going, we were able to kind of stay in that local Wi-Fi area and have smoother video after that. But. Now, one thing that I will say, uh, during the summer season, cell phone coverage in this area is terrible. <laughs> it, there's some spots where it's not good anyway. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you go downtown, you try to look up, a, like, the location of a store or something, just standing out there on the street. 
and it takes five minutes for the page to come up. What the heck? Try the fairgrounds. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's brutal. It's terrible. We need some more towers out here or something. I mean, especially so during rodeo week when you have that many people yeah. just in town. Yeah. Even if they're not right in the area, they're they're in town connected to a tower somewhere. So. I mean, well, how many it, people are snapping pictures at with their phones at the road at the up. performance. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Not just a couple. Oh, yeah, yeah. A large number of phones are busy during mm-hmm. the And mm-hmm. live streaming video, sure. you know, and then <laughs> yeah. we've got the kids with their TikToks and they're doing everything that, you know. Everything I told you not to TikTok at the rodeo. <laughs> Come on, Floyd. If you're not going to TikTok it. there, where yeah. are you going to TikTok? Right, yeah. The rodeo's the perfect time. Bust out the TikTok. <laughs> I will, I'll, that's something I just, I haven't gotten into yet. Um I just, I don't know. It is so cool that we have such a a week leading up to a rodeo, because there are some communities where the rodeo is not that big of a deal, but here it is the event of the year. You know, in in Lincoln County, where I grew up, it was, it's it's more about, like, the fair. Yeah. Because they they do it all in uh, conjunction with each other. So you got the Lincoln County Fair going on, you got the carnival that comes into town, and then you got the rodeo at night. Mm -hmm. And then usually they they end up getting a pretty good performer over there, you know, for Mm -hmm. for the area. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, John Michael Montgomery's played over there. A lot of folks played over there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it, you know, decent performance at night, but you've got all kinds of, of fun little things that you can do. And and I can remember being a kid and, like, entering stuff for 4-H, you know, really young. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got to walk through all the displays and you walk through all the work that everyone's done all year long. And that, that was just kind of part of it. And I thought that's how everybody ran a carnival <laughs> and a fair. Yeah. You know, you, you you go to the fair, look at the animals, uh, look at the crafts, look at the baking, look at the quilts during the day. You enjoy the carnival as the evening sets, and then Dad tells you to hurry up because you're not going to get a spot in the stands for the rodeo. <laughs> you know? All right, we got a caller. Go ahead, caller. you on the Jackson Electric Open Line. Hello? That is you. Oh, thank you. Uh, appreciate you taking my call. Um, this, uh, the fair and rodeo is great. Yeah. It, uh, it does give examples and exhibits. I was part of 4-H and growing up and lets us know where, you know, we get our, our food from right now. Uh, unfortunately we're having some, some land grab or these public private partnerships that are getting together to lower emissions and over in the the Netherlands specifically uh, in their neighboring countries are protesting bringing tractors in because they're fixing to be shutting down major farms that contribute uh, substantially to to Europe Um, there's actually been gunfire involved already and the, one of the businesses of the brother of the president of the Netherlands started a, a grocery store with the help of $600 million from Bill Gates. Uh, it is burned to the ground. So we just need to pay attention to what's happening to these farmers and ranchers out here with, with these, uh, these mandates that are being pushed on people, um, the farmers over there aren't having it. And uh, the farmers here are just getting aware of it. All right. Well, thanks for the call. we got another caller. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Good morning. Morning. Um, I just wanted to call in and voice 
appreciation to City Council for their vote to uh, let that locomotive remain where it's always been. Um, and I think that's probably the, the the real reason that it should always remain, or the real reason it should always remain where it's been is because that's where the, the vast majority of the citizens of Sheridan want it to be. The other thing I'd like to mention is the uh, trolley, the 115. Um, I would really like to see that trolley put up on display uh, at the corner of Main and Coffeen Avenue on the uh, DSA property, that the downtown Sheridan Association property. It just seems like a logical place for the old trolley to be put on display because uh, it would be a, a center piece for the city and so many people coming in and out of Sheridan and the local citizens themselves would be able to appreciate it on a personal basis, almost on a daily, if not every other daily basis. So it would be a great place for it. And the city of Sheridan already owns that piece of property. So it would be a, a fairly easy lateral move. Now the office space for the DSA down there could easily be moved anywhere in Sheridan, but I think it would be a great focal point in trolley. That's all I had to say. All right. Thanks for the call. Now, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. You're listening to the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share. From the simplest to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, experience, and reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or equipment. Jackson Electric expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agricultural. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. The election boundaries have been redrawn to comply with 2022 legislation, and these changes may have affected your voting precinct, polling place, House and Senate districts, or school district. If you received a blue card in the mail, please check it for changes that have affected you. If you have moved or have questions, don't wait until the August 16th primary election to ask. Call the Sheridan County Election Office today at 674-2515. That's 674-2515, or email elections at sheridancountywy.gov. Remember that kid that kept falling down the well and had to be constantly rescued by their collie dog? Well, if that family had just called 307 Wildcat Well Service, that old well would be a pipe and a pump. 307 Wildcat Well Service is a local company that specializes in locating water. Drilling and pumps, residential or ranch, repair or service. So for water wells and all that goes with them, just Google 307 Wildcat Well Service and you too will have cool, clean water. Water, water. Remember when your dad used to yell through the bathroom door? Hey in there, did you fall in? Well, if you actually did fall in, then you might need the calming, health-giving effects you can only get from the health nut. Aisle after aisle of supplements, vitamins and minerals, an all-natural soup, salad, and smoothie bar, as well as a health food, grocery, and gift shop. So get good with the world. 
Be happy when you get healthy. And that starts at the Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall. Hey Sheridan, it's Roger from The Sports Stop, and I'd like you to join me in saying happy 45th birthday to The Sports Stop. To say thank you, we're giving away door prizes and having a great sale all month long. Additionally, two different drawings you can enter in the store that value up to $500 each. Thank you again, Sheridan, for your support, and we look forward to serving you for another 45 years. Are you looking to make extra cash and sell your unwanted items? Go to SheridanMedia.com, post your items for free, or choose from our menu of options. You can have your items posted in the Country Bounty, read on Swap Shop, or listed on the front page of SheridanMedia.com. Go to the classified section on sharedmedia.com. Let's get your items sold and turned into cash. If you're a business owner, you can post your employment opportunities. It's all right there. Classified section, sharedmedia.com. Good morning. It's it is Friday. It is. It yeah. Feels like a Friday. Maybe it's just because we had such a great week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a real nice busy week and then we got back to work here. For me, July just flies by because you've got the 4th of July at the beginning, you rodeo week after that. Yeah. And by that time, you're halfway through the week or or through the month or even further. Well, God, you're yeah. playing gigs yeah, all my, summer long, my too, bands buddy. Are busy. Yeah, every weekend we're doing something. So, I yeah, mean, it's, I can't believe it's already almost the end of July. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the summer's uh, flying by here. It's yeah. like the 4th of July, then the rodeo, and it's like, yeah. you know, and what I do is I look at the... I jumped ahead to August 8th, Monday, August 8th. That's not very far away. No, it's not. Uh, that's the opening day of high school football. For oh, sure. oh, yeah, here comes your season, <laughs> brother. Yeah, yeah that, that's when reality sets August in. August yep. 8th. Yep. So we got, we, got the, we got baseball tournaments, and then yep. next thing you know, it's football. Yeah, yep. we'll have two baseball tournaments next week that we'll have teams participating in. One of them, of course, is here, and then yeah, football season. You know, and and this is how you know you're you're talking to like career guys. Our 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 time, our schedule <laughs> is all based around when the live broadcast. When, when we got a yeah, well we got that, and then we're gonna go cover that over here. We're gonna jump on this one, and you know when it comes to like hometown news, um, and now hometown news is is much different than like covering national events, right? Very yeah. I mean, it's it's very very different, and and I was given. You know, I, I came out of college uh, this last time, and that's what you want when you come out of college. You're like, I want to cover these big, yeah. you know, breaking stories right. on the national level. Um, man, let them have it. Maybe, maybe it's just my age. <laughs> I don't know. But, but I was like, let them have that. I want to work in like a nice small town newspaper type of situation mm -hmm. and that's what i got mm -hmm. and i was given a fantastic lesson on on hometown journalism by uh, a, a woman by the name she was my editor jennifer burden and she's over there in buffalo and amazing woman super intelligent and she knows her craft she knows it very well and so after learning you know and and picking up tips and hints from her and then seeing how how national coverage is is you know used, I guess you could say, by certain individuals. Sure. Boy, I'm here to tell you, folks, listen to your local stations. Yeah. Go pick up your 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 local newspapers. Mm. Get your news from there. Everything you need to know is right there. Now now I'm not telling people that we cover every single thing, 
you know. Well, some things are important to some people. Other things are important, you know. But, like, uh, you want good news. You want that kind of stuff. Because I hear people calling for it all the time. This Mm -hmm. is where you're going to find it. Hometown news. Yeah. And and that's the news that really affects you. And something that uh, I want to talk about as we go forward here, speaking of hometown news, is being a part of the strategic planning of your community. This is something else that I hear a lot from listeners. You know, hey, they're hiding this from us. I, I feel like I'm not involved. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. this is check it out. We got a survey and a partnership of all the member organizations of the Sheridan Economic Development Task Force, and this is made up of the movers and shakers here in Sheridan. All your economic forces, uh, your chamber, your government, your local government forces, and the Wyoming Business Council. A Sheridan review is going to be conducted, known as Thrive 2035. If, if, if you listen to the show, I've actually covered this twice. I had I had members of uh, this Economic Development Task Force and the Wyoming Business Council in here yesterday. Before that, I had the mayor and uh, a councilman was in here, and we were talking about it then. Mm-hmm. This is a way that you can be involved. Your voice will be heard. Community review, it's a small survey of sorts to gather the input of residents and visitors, which is something that I really liked, Mm -hmm. and visitors. Because visitors come here because it's an attractive, beautiful place, and this is where they want to spend their money. So you're going to be able to see this on government websites, Sheridan County, the city of Sheridan. You're going to be able to see this on... Chamber website, Impact 307. Now, it's available to take right now. And the Sheridan Community Review, Thrive 2035, wants to know, where do you want your community to be in 10 to 15 years? Where do you see it? Where do you see this uh, this little experiment called Sheridan going? <laughs> it only contains three questions, and then it asks for your zip code. You know, because I want to know where you actually live. Sure. So the three questions, what do you value about your community? So let's take this, guys. Let's take this. Let's take a community review. Okay. So I'm just going to throw that first question. What do you value about your community? What do you value? And when I say community, it can be the city of Sheridan. It could be Sheridan County. It could be the greater Sheridan area. What do you value about your community, Steve? Uh, I, the first thing that comes to mind is it's a it's a great place to raise kids. Yeah, I think you 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 have it, you you can feel safe letting your child play out in the neighborhood, uh, and, and and the schools are great, and you, you, I just think it's a it's a it's a relatively safe place for children. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. First thing that comes to mind, kids. Yeah, and and raising family. That's I mean that's the goal of all, a lot of us, right? Mm-hmm. Not yeah. all of us, but a lot of us. Yeah. I want to raise my kids in a safe environment. Trevor, what do you what do you value about your community, brother? I mean, there's lots of different things. Yeah. I mean, I think of practical things like our infrastructure is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I would and it, agree. And it's and it's constantly being upgraded and worked on, even though mm-hmm. sometimes construction's a hassle. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. They're going to tear Main Street up. But it's a necessary evil. Y- exactly. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like highway construction. Yeah, it's going to take you a little longer on your trip, but they have to do it. Yeah. Otherwise, it just falls apart. Stuff like that. I think the people here are great. The size of the community, I think, is really nice. Yeah. Where it's, it's, it's bigger, but it's not, you, you know, it's not, 
it's for our state we're kind of a I guess they would say one of the bigger towns but mm-hmm. we're still pretty small yeah right yeah and we we do have someone of like a small town mentality oh yeah and we yeah, have you know. in, in a super i don't know you can find a better main street oh my it's goodness beautiful down there. our main street it is you know there's so many towns you can go to where a lot of empty buildings on main streets mm-hmm. and ours is just i that's probably the one thing that i get commented on the most from people that don't live here is our main street they just absolutely think it's great well it's vibrant it's alive mm-hmm. those stores are full and they're full of people you and know i'm sure i'm sure the store owners are like, well, much, i'd like to see know, more but. <laughs> and how, how much that artwork has uh, with all the sculptures has really enhanced downtown mm-hmm. absolutely it has and a lot yeah. of people do a lot of hard work to make it like that you yeah. know yep not not just to get it out there all those flower planters down there here. and stuff and you know people are out watering that stuff and yeah, mm-hmm. we take care of our downtown. I think so, and it really, really shows. And our business community is super. I mean, you just yeah. look what they support. And and this is one thing that I do want folks to know. We have a different perception of that. Maybe you go to a store every now and then. Up here at the radio station, we work with these owners mm-hmm. quite all the time. We get to know these people over, and we develop a relationship, and we see where they put their effort, and we see where they put their money. Yep. And and that business owners in this town really care mm-hmm. about this town. I mean, they reinvest within their own city, and that's the only way you keep that city alive. And they have a tough job. I mean, there's a lot of competition working against them. Oh, online so, shopping. Yeah. I mean, I was talking to my brother last night, and, uh, you know, we were just – Every once in a while, we got this thing where we'll just we'll throw out stupid business ideas at each other. Hey, we could do this, we could do that, you know. And and he's still in the army; and he's looking to retire eventually, uh, rather soon. But he's going to be young, so we start exploring. Well, what what could we start, you know? And the one thing that he said, we're always going to be competing against Amazon. Yeah, and and that competition's tough. I mean, the profit margins are are pretty narrow in a lot of cases. And yeah. So it, it you, you're you got to really work to make it to make it work. You do. Yeah. And and they're up early every day. They're networking with everyone that they can, and they're they're trying to get the word out. I mean, it's it's a twenty four seven job mm-hmm. to own a small business, and uh, you know, man, I, I I look up to anybody who's got uh, who's got the gall, who's got <laughs> the guts to get out there and do that, live that dream. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I'm just selling coffee. Right. You know, not a big deal, but that's what I want to do with my life, you know? Small and those, are the, great, and those are the great places, like just, you know, local coffee and things like that. Th- those are fantastic things. That's where you want to yeah. go hang out, exactly. isn't it? That's yeah. where you want to yep. take your kids. Yep. I'll get you a little, uh, what do they call it, uh, like a fruit smoothie. <laughs> right? I used to take my daughter yeah. down, get her fruit smoothie, dad get a coffee. That was like a Saturday morning. Yeah, one thing I like about Main Street is you've got you've got great places to eat that are unique and, uh, you know, coffee shops and things like that, they're fantastic. It's great for tourists. It's great to live here and have that. Yeah. And nice little watering hole here and <laughs> yeah, there. You know right. what I mean? Yep. But uh, I've got a caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Hi. I just heard you talking about what you liked about Sheridan, and I'm just headed to make some flyers about a special person in our church. And, and so I would say... The best thing about Sheridan is its people. And in that vein, as long as you've got time, I just thought um, I'd invite the community. We're having a community celebration for Doug and Marcy Goodwin uh, on August 17th from 5 to 7 for all the years Doug has um, ministered in the community. He helped start the 
um, lunch together program. I know he was involved in the community shelter we had and just many things over the years. And he's touched a lot of people's lives. So just want to throw that out that we're having a celebration at the First Christian Church on August 17th for everybody in the community to come and share some food and and wish Marcy and Doug well. First Christian Church, August 17th, 5 to 7. Yes. All right. Thank there you, you go, folks. Head on down there. Say thank you. It's people like that in your community that make it better. Mm-hmm. It's people like that that make a community a community. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Communities, it's a, it's a big word, and it's thrown around a lot, but... W- that word has value. Mm-hmm. That word has value. All right, I got another caller. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Yes, I just wonder if people went down to the community uh, concert in the park on Tuesday night and saw the Gilly Girls. Community park, uh, community I, concert. I, yeah, I, I saw I saw footage of it. I was not there, but I saw some video of it. Well, I'll tell you what. It they were dazzling. These there's uh, two sets of twins. 15 and 17 years old, and they performed like, well, just unreal. Mm-hmm. I'm a musician, retired musician, and I, everything they were doing was just 100% perfect. And I love seeing that live music, especially in that, like, smaller venue, mm-hmm. you know, like in parks and in coffee shops and stuff like that. That's where you see, like, some fantastic talent, you know. And oh, yeah. When's, when is the next concert in the park? It's usually every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. All right. So Tuesday, 7.30, you said? Yes. All right. Tuesday, 7.30, folks, you can go down uh, as a community <laughs> and, yep. and get some f- nice life. You have to bring your own yep. chair. Yep. That's all right. Sometimes you just want to sit in the grass. Yeah. Blanket chair. Blanket chair. Right I understand. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. So there we go. We got two. Fan- I mean, we start talking about community, and here it is. I love it. All right. Well, I'm going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to answer some more of these questions here, folks. This is the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring, or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Parker Mellinger can make your life easier with our payroll preparation, accounting, and tax services. Our fixed price agreement is set according to your needs and features unlimited phone calls and meetings for one monthly fee. Choose only the services you need, and we will tailor them to fit your business. Call today to see how we can provide you with cost-effective solutions. Parker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue, Sheridan. If we don't abide by the Constitution when it is politically inconvenient, then we will not have the Constitution as our shield when we need to defend our First Amendment rights and our Second Amendment rights. I'm voting for Liz Cheney because she believes in the Constitution, and this is what our country was built on. And we need somebody like Liz 
will fight for democracy, fight for our Constitution. She's doing what's right. She's standing up for our constitutional rights. I really support and hope that you'll vote with me for Liz Cheney. I'm Liz Cheney, and I approve this message. Paid for by Liz Cheney for Wyoming. The owners and staff at Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson Counties for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at kanefuneral.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Tom Bennett, board-certified forensic pathologist from Sheridan. I'm a candidate for coroner of Sheridan County. My opponent is Dr. Robert Byrd, a retired dentist. With this election, we are transitioning from a funeral home-based coroner office to a freestanding investigative facility. I have been helping the majority of Wyoming's counties make this transition for years, and I hope to now serve Sheridan County as we grow. Paid for by Dr. Tom Bennett. Good morning and welcome back to Public Paul. Or no, this is the Jackson Electric Open Line. That it is. See, I, I get you know, the live stream says Public Pulse on it though, so you can. Say it does. That. You know, and that's it, what I was looking yeah, you're at. Looking at yeah, yep. staring at that thing, and then all of a sudden I'm saying it too. I was gonna say, you know, one of the things we've done a lot more this year at Sheridan Media is uh, live streaming things. We're gonna be live streaming the baseball tournaments. Uh, yep. We're yep. going to be live streaming the, the fair and uh, more to come, more football. Shared and media yeah. growing up, baby. We're jumping into the, the live stream yeah. uh, world. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it, it came it's, around. It's, yeah. It it's came, been kind of experimental over the past yeah, year. Yeah, we, we've done bits and pieces, but now we're really getting behind it and really making a push to, to really put a product out there. And uh, um, I think our uh, rodeo parade broadcast was a, was an example of what we can do and uh, the, the shared and trooper baseball games. Um, lots to come. And, you know, I just want to say those videos that you guys put up kind of, you know, highlighting those mm-hmm. things. I've watched those. You guys are doing a fantastic job in there. Well, thank you. It, it like that is that's high quality stuff. And yeah. it's great to see that coming out. Yeah, we're excited know? about what's coming up in the next uh, football season and all that. So, yeah, it, it just highlights it. And today we're highlighting uh, Sheridan, appreciating what we have. And we're doing it uh, through this survey. Thrive 2035. This is a survey that you can jump on uh, multiple websites, and you can take this. And we're looking for information here, folks. There's only three questions. It's not going to take a whole lot of your time, and you you can be a part of the strategic planning. We've done a third of it already right here. Yeah, yeah. Strategic planning of tomorrow. And if I'm going to get through it, I better get through it. (laughs) Now, I I also have another caller real quick. Uh, Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Line. Yeah, um, we went to the rodeo on Thursday night, and the best part of the rodeo that I liked was the 12-year-old girl that rode two horses Mm -hmm. in the arena, and she just did a fabulous job of riding those horses. And and you know, that's something you don't see a lot anymore, huh? Right. And then... Two of the horses that came in the arena were Mustangs, and she rode them through through the uh, stakes that were lit up on, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. on the top of them. And those horses just knew what to do with her and her riding ability. Yeah. And that's the best part of the rodeo that was. 
I thought was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was impressive. And you know, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because the, her horsemanship is it's stellar. Right. I mean, yeah. it's stellar. Yeah. Uh, I've I've you know I grew up with a lot of uh, horsemen around me, and but I've never seen like a trick rider like that. And you know that used to be a staple. Right. To to any old west show, you had trick riders. And you don't see that much anymore today, especially out of our youth. And yeah. that's not a complaint. You know, hey, some things yeah, time fade change. out of popularity, yeah, exactly right? It, yeah. So so now it's, it's you know, kind of a novelty. And so, yes, I, I think that's absolutely fantastic. Thank you for pointing her out because the, I'm, every day that young lady's got to go out there. Oh, man, yeah, that's constant work. I mean, the All connection the between the writer and the animal doesn't just come out of nowhere. That comes out of hours and hours and hours of work. The trust, yeah. you know, and that announcer, uh, when I was watching it, that announcer, because I, I saw her on Saturday, uh, that announcer, he just kept saying the trust, the trust, the trust. <laughs> right? But he's right. Yeah. That is so important. I mean, those animals trust that little girl mm-hmm. with their life, and it, it was great to see. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to our next question. What do you value about the Sheridan area? So we've talked about our community. Now what about the greater Sheridan area? That's a, I don't know, top of my head what would come to mind. I, I think for me, uh, when I thought about moving out of the area, the thing I thought I would miss is being able to wake up, look at the mountains every day. Every day. Yeah. yeah. I think just just this area, being close to the forest, being close to the mountains, uh, having it be kind of open space, not crowded with people, I yeah. think that that's top of head, that's what comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think about, like, I grew up in Star Valley, and the Rocky Mountains are literally right there. Mm-hmm. And so when I lived in the southern part of the state, uh, you know, I'm not going to name cities, but the, the red desert type area. Let's just say yes, that. Yes, this side of the Bighorns is very different from the other side. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. You know, I missed them. Mm-hmm. I miss, I really did. Look, the red desert's got its own kind of beauty, and you can learn to appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But if you're a mountain kid. You're kind of a mountain kid. <laughs> right. and, so, and so when I got this job, you know, years ago over in Buffalo, I was really appreciative. I got the bighorns right there now. Mm-hmm. So I would agree with you. You know, let's uh, the greater Sheridan region, I love driving to work every morning and looking out there and seeing the big hay bales. Yes. You know, on those <laughs> rolling hills. Uh-huh. It's picturesque. It is. It's yeah. absolutely. I mean, that's a postcard, baby. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful stuff. You don't see that. And, and I think this is one thing that we really need to know about Wyoming. There's a kid in Chicago. Right now, he's never seen a, a tree yeah. in the wild. Yeah, his life is the city. He has yeah. no idea. Yeah. There's 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 people in New York. They've never been out of a neighborhood, mm-hmm. never. And this is life. Yeah, or, or going uh, out of Manhattan is considered going to the country for them. Trevor, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Scare the, yeah. Scare the crap out of him if they came. <laughs> yeah. Drop them off. It's too open. What yeah. Open? <laughs> yeah. The yeah. openness would make you kind of. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, seriously, you grow up surrounded by skyscrapers. You know, the smallest building that you know of is 30 floors high. <laughs> and then you get out here, it's a different world. It's Mars. You might as well be on Mars, baby. <laughs> all right, all right. Now, 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 real quick, uh, I don't have a lot of time left, so I'll, I'll quit jaw-jocking here, or jaw-jacking. Now, what would you like to see in the future, say, 10 to 15 years from now? Because that's kind of the point of this whole thing. You know, 2035, where would you like to see Sheridan, 2035? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, it is. The, the thing I want to see just personally is the expansions of the walking and bike paths. I think those are fantastic. I'd love to see them go further south, mm-hmm. uh, past the college. 
and uh, expand that infrastructure a bit. Um, I'd like to see uh, some diversification in, uh, you know, manufacturing jobs and things like that. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the north end of Sheridan is, is looking great for that. I'd like to see more of that uh, growth there. That's what I was going to say. I would love to see the north end of Sheridan suddenly just pop up overnight, like, you know, plants, textile, whatever. Yeah. That's and I fine. think it's already a lot better than it was. When I was a kid, that was always kind of the, the ugly side of town to enter in from. Yeah. And I think it's it's been dramatically improved from that. Uh, and there's good business going out there, and I think uh, more of that would be good. Yeah, totally agree with you on that one. I think uh, uh, I, that's that's the part I would love to see grow. Mm-hmm. You know, I would love to see the north end of Sheridan. Uh, l- well, like I said, just watching buildings pop up out there with good businesses, they're going to be putting people to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I would like to see out that direction. Uh, when it comes to like the bike paths and stuff like that, we've got great organizations here, which is something that I want to touch on. And I have a, a fantastic job. I really do. I get to come in here and I get to talk to people who are working for these 501c3s, these people who are working for nonprofits, and they're they're volunteering. You know, some of them, some of them get paid, but some are volunteers. All they're trying to do is improve their community. Mm-hmm. All they're trying to do is 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 just maybe bring some art into your life, maybe bring some music into your life. And without those types of people, you don't have a thriving community. Uh, so I, I, I just want to send an appreciation out there to all the executive directors who come into the show and we get to talk all the time about the great things that they do. You know, Carrie McMeans from the food group, mm. Joe Benson. I mean, and, and, and that's just, you know, Liz Cassidy, even at the Y, Aaron Butler over at the YO Theater. And, I, I you know, I'm going to stop naming names because I'm going to miss somebody. <laughs> right, I'm going yeah. to miss somebody. You don't have time left to name them all. <laughs> but there's some great folks out there who do great work in this Look what the land trust is. Oh my into. Yes, those yes. guys from, when, from the time it started. Look what it's involved into. Yeah, and now and now they're preserving farms. Yeah, they're preserving ranches. I mean, they're conserving our history, mm-hmm. and and you know, and they're making sure the generations down the line are going to be able to wake up and see that hay mm-hmm. that I was talking <laughs> right. about. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's not going to be littered with houses. Instead. It's not going to be littered yeah. with houses. Yep. It's going to be taken care of, yep. and that that heritage is going to pass on. We have some great people in this town. And uh, and and that I think that's what I really appreciate about it. Mm. You know. Well, I definitely appreciate the the arts community, uh, music in particular, personally. Oh yeah, you bet. I, yeah. I partake in that a lot, and it's great to have uh, places uh, in town where you can play live music and uh, and people can just enjoy uh, having a drink and hanging out with friends and watching some live music. And that that matters a lot. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, the the old, theater is great. The theater. Yep. Yeah. Art. Mm-hmm. You know, we we got to expand ourselves culturally, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, hey, let's just end it with get on there. Take that survey, guys. Be a part of this. Uh, help us strategically plan as we go forward. Yeah. Yep. All right. Manage been, the future. <laughs> you've been listening to the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Shared. Plug into Jackson Electric and feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation, wiring at home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing service. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. 
Now's the time to start those projects you've been dreaming about. Excavation, landscaping, or home improvement. Wagner Ranch Services has the materials. Wagner Ranch Services carries many types of gravel, scoria, topsoil, and landscaping products. Check out Wagner's landscaping display where you can view a variety of landscaping materials that can be picked up from the yard or delivered. Wagner Ranch Services, 13 Industrial Lane, 307-752-2787. Open Monday through Friday from 7 to 5. I'm here with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda. Tommy, hi. Did you know that you don't have to buy a car from us? To sell your car to us. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, used cars are selling for a premium these days, and we would love to get your used vehicle and get some extra cash in your pocket. Okay, how do you go about that? Well, it's really easy. Just stop into Sheridan Honda and talk to one of our friendly staff, and we'll write you an offer right there on the spot. Okay, whether you're buying or selling, stop into Sheridan Honda today. Bookkeeping. Let's face it, it's not one of your favorite things to do. In fact, it's not most people's favorite thing. There you sit, looking at all that paper, taxes, bills, budget. And if you own your own business, you could feel like you're drowning in paperwork. Don't be frustrated. Contact Cloud Peak Accounting. After all, they're the people that actually enjoy that kind of thing. With their easy-to-use website, you can do business with them from the comfort of your own home. Visit cloudpeakcpa.com. The Sheridan County Youth Livestock Sale is coming up soon, and we would like to invite you all to attend. Hi, this is Wyatt with Goose Creek Livestock. Every buyer at our sale is important from the first to the last. We are thankful for our Sheridan County Fairgrounds on Monday, August 8th at 6 p.m. Or join us on SheridanMedia.com for the 4-H FFA Livestock Sale. The Sheridan Farmer's Market is back for another great season on Grinnell Plaza with local produce, meat, eggs, coffee, baked goods, and outstanding locally handcrafted items. Every Thursday, 5 to 7 p.m., you can find the best our hardworking local producers have to offer. Special thanks to our season sponsor, First Federal Bank and Trust. See you Thursday on Grinnell Plaza at the Sheridan Farmer's Market. And remember, please leave your pets at home. KROE, Sheridan, broadcasting from the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio. KROE.